Welcome to our very first episode of Stay Positive Cash Flow Management Strategies for Small Businesses. I'm Bree Jones, and I'm the founder of Cash Strategies, a business where we help small businesses manage their cash flow in order to avoid those sleepless nights worrying about financial stability and ushering in a new era where your company not only thrives, but also empowers you to live the life you've always desired. In 2007, my husband and I started our own engineering and design business in California. My husband came home tired of the commute to the city. And I said, why don't we start our own thing? You can sit in the garage. I can have an office upstairs. And just like that, we were small business owners. It was almost exactly like that. We decided to start our own thing probably because we were risk takers. I don't know that I would have have identified as that back then. I certainly would now. We wanted to do our own thing because we had two kids. We wanted to spend more time with them. My husband wanted to coach them in their sports. I wanted to drive them back and forth to school. We were also independent, and so we had a feeling that we wanted to have freedom of our time and freedom of our money, and we wanted to control all of that for ourselves. I think we thought all the things that baby entrepreneurs think. So from 2007 on, we were working hard. There were times that we were worried we wouldn't be have food for the kids, but we always managed to do it. We were able to hire one employee a few years down the road, and we were growing slowly, and we loved what we did, but it was extremely stressful. In 2014, we brought on my sister. We applied for our general contractor's license and started doing construction in California and marketing in Florida so we could eventually open an office in Florida. Today, I would consider us a very successful construction company, but since it's my own company, it's still really hard for me to say that. But I'm going to say that because it's true. So I understand intimately the stress that comes with operating your own business. And along the way on this podcast, I plan to open up. I'll share my stories of the life and my business. So you'll hear success stories and you'll hear horror stories. You'll hear stories about my friends. You'll hear stories about my family, all surrounding the ability to manage your business and your money in a way that makes you successful and thrive. One thing I have learned is that whether your business has employees or it provides a life for many families or your business has one employee and that's you and it provides a life for you, cash flow management is a key to success. I want to say it's the key to success, but let's get real. It's one of many and it happens to be my favorite and my favorite to talk about, and my favorite to organize. So I started a business and I'm gonna talk about it. 
Let me give you some statistics and why I'm so passionate about the subject. Small businesses are the backbone of American economy and are a way for people to realize the American dream or their own American dream. I think that incorporates freedom, independence, the American spirit, but also it's contributing in a real way to the world around you in a way that you're contributing to your employees, to your community, to your family, and creating for yourself the life that you want. Unfortunately, it's a big risk, and it also comes with an extreme amount of stress and sleepless nights, worrying about if you're gonna make payroll, if your customers are gonna pay their outstanding invoices, how many customers are going to walk through the door today? How many customers are going to walk through the door tomorrow? So 82% of small businesses fail due to cash flow problems. 20% fail within their first year. 30% fail within their second year. 50% by their fifth year. And 70th by their 10th year. But what that also means is the reverse of those statistics. So 80% succeed within their first year, 70% their second, and 50% by their fifth year. But by their 10th year, only 30% succeed. One of those reasons is that it's the inability for small business owners to understand where and how their money is flowing through their company where it's going, why is that important? What are the next bills to pay? What's the next income to come? If you're worried right now, experiencing sleepless nights, wanna know how to manage your cash flow, this podcast and growing community is for you. This community is also for you if you're a total stress ball, but wanna have fun and keep it light. I find that humor helps all things. And my personality has a bit of a sarcastic twist. So even when talking about hard things like money, I tend to keep it light. I tend to be super practical. I also tend to tell my clients and my friends who I talk about this with a lot, don't ever judge yourself for where you're at. No good comes from stopping. But sometimes some good comes from taking a break. So my sister and I have a theory between an ostrich versus a meerkat. Um, as you well know, an ostrich in times of stress puts their head in the sand, their entire body is showing, but their head is in the sand and they can't see anything, but their entire body is hanging out of that hole. And it looks silly to us for us humans to watch that because we think, what in the heck? Everybody can see you, but they think nobody can see them. And that's how they operate. So I think in a lot of times in stressful environments, especially around money, it's your general desire to put your head in the hole where everybody else is seeing everything going around you and you're seeing nothing. Um, I like to have a theory about a meerkat. A meerkat is a little different. They're on guard. They stand on a rock, but they also have a cave. 
So they're on guard. There's one that's on guard and the rest are in the cave. And the one on guard looks and watches and looks and watches for the others that are hiding in the cave. And I think if we have an attitude of a meerkat around cash flow, around money in your business, around finances in your business, it's way more helpful than being an ostrich. And I get it. I get sometimes an ostrich is the only thing that you can do. But if you can only just think of that little meerkat watching out for all its buddies, um, try to find a friend, try to find a friend to talk about. Um, and hopefully that's what this podcast does for you. So if you're ready to meerkat and go out on that little rock and take a peek, um, that's what I'm going to start today. And I'm going to start talking about where you can start. Um, I have developed a program that has five keys to understanding your cash flow and how it can, how those five keys can help you get around in terms of a process or a program. It's a circle. It's not a line. So if you can envision it, if you want to go to my website, www.cashstrategies.com, C-A-C. H-E-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S.com. You can go look there and find, download your free guide, and it gives you the picture that I'm talking about. But it's a circle. And the reason it's a circle is because everybody's in a different place. Not only is everybody in a different place, but everybody needs to start in a different place because we learn different and we enjoy either analyzing data, you enjoyed recording your data, you enjoy budgeting, you enjoy forecasting your income, or you enjoy none of that. But there is usually one of these things that you enjoy better than the others. And that's where I would say to start. So for the sake of starting, I'm going to start at budgeting. So the first thing to understanding your cash flow is budgeting your expenses. And the reason that this is a great place to start if you don't know where to start is because expenses come in no matter how much income you have coming in. So if you have a business and you're paying rent, even if that's to yourself for your home, you're paying yourself that rent. And that rent is coming in no matter how many customers or how much income you have coming through the door. If you have employees, that payroll will come no matter how much income or how many customers you have coming through the door, generally. So budgeting is a great place to start. Budgeting your expenses is a great place to start because you can see how much income you're going to need. Now, I get questions all the time of how much do I pay myself? People pay themselves based on figuring out their expenses figuring out the back-end income, and then getting their pay to them after all of that. I would say budget what you need for yourself and your life into your expenses. And then the second step is going to forecast your income to cover all of that. So you're going to budget your expenses you're going to figure out what those expenses are that are coming in, no matter your income. Then you're going to see how much you need. And you're going to figure out how much you need a month, how much you need a year, how much you need a quarter. 
And if you have historical data and information, that's way helpful. But if you don't, I would say this is where you put your dreamer hat on. So the first thing you do is you're going to dream about as big as a number that you can imagine creating. And then you're going to look at that number and you're going to think, is that real? In our business, let's say we have a construction project or we have a year and I need a million dollars to cover my expenses for the year. Now I might be dreaming that I'm going to get $10 million. So I'm going to put $10 million down and I'm going to look at that 10 million and I'm going to think, how am I going to get that 10 million? What customers am I going to have? What am I going to need to sell? What am I going to need to make? How many employees am I going to need? And you just dream it. You just dream it. It's not your plan. You're just dreaming it. Then you go back and you think, okay, what's a real goal to get me to that dream? Is it incremental? Is it big and huge all at once? It's going to be different for every single person. And I know this because it is different for every single person that I've worked with. So you're going to budget your expenses. You're going to forecast your income. The third step is to record your data. And whether you do this with an accounting software, whether you do this on an Excel spreadsheet, whether you do this by collecting your receipts and putting them in a shoebox, that's another way that you can record your expenses. It's easiest on an accounting software like QuickBooks. But if you don't want to invest in that, you could do it in Excel or you could do it on a piece of paper. The best thing to do is to record your data for at least three months. Now, if you're in a really big hole at the time that you're doing it, record your data for a week, record your data for a day. Did your income come in? Did your expenses go out? When did it come in and when did it go out? Do you pay your rent on the first, but most of your income comes in on the 15th? Do you pay payroll weekly? but most of your income comes in monthly or quarterly. That's where a lot of times people have problems reconciling what their expenses are versus what their income is. So when I say record data, I really do mean bookkeeping, but also I mean paying attention. So after you pay attention, the fourth step is to consolidate that data. So what you're going to do is you're going to create reports. Again, however you feel comfortable doing this right now, because you need to start today or tomorrow, but today is better. So you're going to consolidate that data and you're going to look usually after about three months and you're going to look at that data and you're going to determine what's happening. So the fifth step is determining what in the industry people call KPIs, your key performance indicators. So if you hear KPI, that's what that means. And again, KPIs can be different for a lot of different industries. 
But what you're going to want to do is find out where your income is coming from and how much you're actually making. So just recently I did an Instagram post on the difference between revenue and the difference between and what how that is different than profit. So determining your KPIs, you could decide on average how much customer how much customers is paying you. How long does it take your company to collect money? How much are you spending on your product or your employees payrolls in order to get your product out or your service out? So you can sit down with your consolidated data and have your KPIs telling you what the story is. And what you're going to do is you're going to use those KPIs to go back to your budget and your expenses and to move it around. And you're going to do this every three months or every year or every month or every week. You're going to decide for you what the best strategy is. I would say if you're in a very, very stressful time, every week might be the way that you want to look at this just to get used to looking at it. You could also do every month. Um, I would say longer than a quarter is probably too long. So that's what I would do in the very beginning of getting your hands around your cash flow and understanding how money is coming in, how money is coming out. If you want to learn more, again, you can go to my website at cashstrategies.com and that's cash spelled C-H-C-A-C-H-E strategies.com. You can download my five steps for free. There's a PDF. You can join my email list. You can also contact me if you'd like to set up a 30-minute consultation and email me at brie at cashstrategies.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever you like to social media and to get more insight and tips and tricks and to know that you're not alone. You for sure are not alone. And remember, I would say, as I always say, as a small business owner, your job is to show up, solve problems, and keep learning. Talk to you next week.